You uh -oh. said you were ready. I said I was. I don't know why this is not working. Hang on. Well, for those of you that are here. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, we have no music. We have no intro. Wait a minute. Please stand by. Technical difficulties. You guys should be used to this by now. <laughs> We're experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. I'm not sure why it's not working. It was working mm. as of yesterday. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, everything seems to be right. I have no idea. So well, we'll see what happens. We'll just we'll just we'll just start the show. How's that? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sports Nerds. Joining me tonight are my co-host, Mr. Ken Coslo, Cowboys Rule. Uh, and Mr. Elliot Biggie Lamba. Uh, Mr. John G. Olson is on the road, headed to pick to the airport with his mother so she can fly home, I guess. I didn't know she was going anywhere. I thought she was sticking around for a while. Um, but he's on the road to the airport uh, taking his mother. On the road again. So it's just going to be the three of us, and we're going to do, we're just going to wing it and see how it goes. Um, you know, I, I want to, I'm going to, Start the show on a personal note. Um, as all my Facebook viewers know, uh, I got a new member of my family two weeks oh, ago. Uh, his name is Groot. He's a uh, year and a half old male. And the boy is just full of piss and vinegar. He just does not stop. I mean, I get tired just watching. <laughs> he gets into everything. He climbs on everything. He tries to jump on top of bath bathroom doors, which he's actually accomplished a couple of times and i mean on the very top of the door what is he doing now he's on the other side of my screen here what's he doing he's going back in the window okay um, <laughs> um he uh did they, did they ever warn you about about being patient with rescues <laughs> he is a rescue from SPCA. You don't know what they've been through and i imagine he's been through hell um He's making you pay for that shit, man. And he has actually, he's been, he was, he, Anthony. when I, when I picked him up, he had been at SPCA since August. So he'd been there a long time and, and, uh, the workers there had grown attached to him and, uh, was glad to see him get a home. So I, well, I'm not about to give up on the, on, on the, on the, on the kid. Um, I introduced him physically to my other feline today. Um, Brett, we're not in the sports yet. So just hang on. Okay. Just, just slow your roll there for a second. Um, and, uh, I introduced him physically to, uh, my nine-year-old today and it went a little bit better than I thought it was. There were some tenuous moments. She hisses and growls and doesn't want him anywhere near her, but you know, he doesn't attack her. He doesn't jump on her. He doesn't go after her and there's no knockdown drag out brawls. So that was a good first, first weekend with him. Um, the good news is I do have the week of the masters off as I always do. So that week, I can let them coexist while I'm here mm -hmm. being referee. Um, <laughs> Groot, as I call him, and yes, he is named oh, after Groot. Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. That is that is the that is the actual thing I did. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Groot as in no. the, the minion. No, Groot, Groot. 
Okay. The tree, the tree, okay. the tree thing from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, Marvel, right. Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. Um, right. Okay. And um, you know, he is. He can be lovable, but when he's all hyped up and he's in in a mood where he's super hyper, it's just best to let him tear the place up and then fix it afterwards. So that's what I'm going to do. And so he's going to stay. I had made plans to take him back this weekend because I just my because he because of what he did here on my face. You know what? <laughs> it's part of it's part of the, the it's part of the process. And I don't, I know I, I didn't pick him up and throw him against a wall. I didn't go off on him when he did it. Um, but I will say that sucker bled for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, he we stays. By the way, the music is fixed now. Oh, you want to? You want so you want to do the intro now? I mean, five minutes into the show. Sure, we did a prequel with your damn cat. So all right, go ahead, ahead Elliot. <laughs> gave you, that that prequel gave you a chance to fix the music. Go ahead. Exactly. Pussy usually makes me. Inspired. Yes, pussy makes you act fast. I know, yeah, go ahead. Here we go. Turn it up. Welcome to Sports Radio, ladies and gentlemen, production of the Sunday Night Sports Nerd Show. It is the most absurd 90 minutes of anything you'll smack talk and a whole lot more. Every Sunday night, the Sports Nerd joins forces with three charismatic co-hosts who are a select group of sports nerds with attitude, better known in Nerd Nation as the Rampage. We are four of the most loudmouth smack talking nerds around, coming at you with some sick rips and rants, which may be just enough to make you your pants. So listen up, Nerd Nation. Let's rise and welcome the legend himself. He is the founder, he is the host, and he is the star of the Sports Nerd Show. Coming to you live, straight out of Lakeland, Florida, Scott, the Sports Nerd. Right. That's the way to start the show properly. Thank you very much, Mr. Elliot. There we go. And we're nice day. Glad to have Ken actually on camera this week. Yes. Okay. I'm back. It, it seems like using the phone. I'm back. Oh, you're your way. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm back in the saddle again. <laughs> um, I'm back. And uh, Elliot's doing his best um, Jerry Garcia imitation this week with the headband over the over the dreads. So, yeah, yeah Grateful Dead and Aerosmith. The headband yeah. was a necessity today. And we're just going to trucking <laughs> on into this show. So let's go ahead and do that. There we go. Uh, anyway, um, still an active week in free agency, guys. Um, very. Very active week in free agency. I was very happy with what the Browns did, really solidifying their defense, which is what they needed to do. Um, the edge rusher, Agbo Okanaro. Uh, three-year deal, which is very – I'm very happy to have him on, on that line. Um, Tristan Hill, Maurice Hurst. Well done with the name, too. Yep. Uh, Dalvin Thompson was a big signing. Um, we mm. re-signed Sion Takitaki, um, and we signed Juan Thornhill. So, it's – it's it, they're shoring up the defense, which was what they needed to do because um, their defensive line could not get pressure, could not stop the run, and, you know, we've got – we picked up four strong defensive um, players, uh, and so we're, we're 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 I'm happy. I'm happy with that. Um, they didn't spend a lot of money, which I'm also happy for. Um, but uh, it it looks promising for the Browns and their defensive. And I do like Greg Schwartz. I like the way he 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 coaches the defense. Um, so that was also a strong signing as far as defensive coordinator is concerned. So 
Mm -hmm. So we shall see. And we also managed to get uh, a tight end. Uh, we re-signed our center. Uh, tight end Jordan Aikens, who actually played with Deshaun Watson in Houston. So that was, a, that was you know, probably a connection thing for him. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all right with it. Um, I'm sure John's happy that uh, Porter uh, Poyer is staying in Buffalo. I wish I, he was here so we could get his opinion on that. Because uh, Jordan mm -hmm. Poyer stayed with the Buffalo Bills, uh, as opposed to the rumors that said he was going elsewhere. Um, and well, they resigned... They re-signed Sam Martin, their their punter. Matt Milano. Mm -hmm. Matt Milano is sticking around as well. <clears throat> right. So and Ken, the Cowboys have made a splash in free agency. Yeah, what the hell bit. is going on? And who was who's running the front office of the Cowboys? Exactly, they still I wouldn't ain't, exactly they, call it a splash. They, they, it's they a little still, bit of a ripple, but not a splash. They still won't get out of this uh, though. I know, right? We'll see. <laughs> We uh, made, made headlines this week by releasing Zeke. Which I know you're not really upset about. I'm not totally upset about it, no. But, uh, the only one I'm, I'm, I'm appreciate upset about Zeke is Dak Prescott. Okay? No. Cry, baby. He'll get over it. Um, I appreciate everything Zeke did, but uh, the fact of the matter is there's a real possibility that uh, we'll get him back in the summer. Right. <laughs> Since I don't think anybody's going to take that contract. Right. I mean, you I'm guys did get <clears throat> so He could I'm come back. I'm surprised Prescott didn't break out with, he's my running back. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Tony, Tony, uh, did, T.O. didn't coach him on that. Yeah, the biggest signing there was Stephon Gilmore. Um, with yeah. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Apparently, they are. He's long in the tooth. So not yeah. So is, so is Brandon Cooks, too. Yeah. And, and they got just, they just, I don't want they to attack with, with Houston. They would have been better off trying yeah. to get DeAndre Hopkins instead of Brandon Cooks. Well, DeAndre wants to come here. DeAndre wants to come here. What's the hold up? Uh, Stefan Diggs wants to come here. So I don't know what they've got planned. But well, now uh, that they signed Cook, they're pretty much out of it for any other wide receivers. Well, you know, I don't know. Oh. Definitely out of it. Yeah. They're gonna be able to pay him. I don't think they're gonna be able to pay these guys with Brandon Cook, C.D. Lamb, and the rest of the crew out there like that. Mm -hmm. Plus, yeah, they just it depends they, on how much of that uh, that uh, Elliott contract that they uh, can um, spread around. I don't know. That's a real. I don't. I totally don't understand the Cook signing. Uh, I would have rather had DeAndre Hopkins and or Stephon Diggs. Diggs, Diggs is closed as uh, Buffalo um, uh, Twitter account. He doesn't he doesn't follow them anymore. He follows the Cowboys. Adam Thielen to, so, to Carolina. There, that just came in. Thielen to Carolina, right where he started. Um, I don't know. You never you never know with this franchise. So the next next six weeks should be interesting. Should be. They uh they resigned Cooper Rush to be the backup again, which kind of yeah. makes me uh wonder what kind of a uh, <laughs> a future he thinks he has in the league. So I don't know. We shall see. You never know what the Wizards going to do. <laughs> 
Who's the wizard? Jerry Jones, really? Jerry Jones can Yeah, the wi wi Wizard of Odd. <laughs> He's the Wizard of Odd. <clears throat> Bless you. Thank you. There's a lot of that going around. It seems like it's always with me, so who knows? Well, this weather is totally bonkers <clears throat> right here. I never, I've never had allergies before, but it just seems like lately, <laughs> the last few months I've well, done nothing but sneeze constantly. You you never had allergies because I've had them all. Yeah, it's true. I've got Me? enough allergies for everybody. If the rich kid can get richer, that San Francisco defense is even richer than it was before. Yep. Yeah. Scary. I'll tell you what. So so what do you think of Jimmy G going to going to the Raiders, Elliot? Good riddance. See you later, bye. <laughs> <laughs> go hang out at the bunny ranch. That was without ranch. any hesitation go whatsoever. Shut the fuck up and go to the bunny ranch where you belong. Yeah, you know, they're already advertising <laughs> the bunny ranch for him, too. Okay. So. Matter of fact, we signed Sam Darnold to a one-year deal. Sam and Darnold? I'm, and I'm going to tell you what, though. Kevin, Sh uh, Kyle Shanahan, he can take anybody and turn him into a, a legit What What we do with Brock Purdy, Mr. Really Relevant this year. He's got it. He's going to have to rehab for a while, man. There's no guarantee yeah. that he's going to respond. You know what I'm saying, right away. And Trey Lance is no guarantee. I mean, he didn't show Trey, any. Trey Lance person. needs to no. go. Trey Lance needs to go. I think Sam Darnold. Look, Sam Darnold did well after after they put him back in in Carolina. When they put him in Carolina, yeah, he did. He did better than he did where he mm -hmm. was before. And you can't hold it against him when yeah. you play for the fucking Jets. No. Okay. No. You put him in a Kyle Shanahan offense, and Kyle Shanahan will make that work. Kind of Sh Kyle Shanahan will retrain him on how to play the And not only that, but Sam Donald's going back home. I mean, he's going home. You know and when saying? he was at SC, right. he was scary good. Clarky, I think I think Trey Lance is, is another Carson Wentz, whereas coming out of out of, out of, out of Division Two or whatever they call it, FCS or FBS or whatever the hell they, they, they call that. B that just F to ask the question because because Trey Lance is just a shorter version of Colin Kaepernick, yo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. Yeah. But Kaepernick can throw can throw the ball better and Look, can run the ball. Trey Lance, they're gonna find out this year if Jordan Love is any good or not. That's for sure. Because he's questionable as well. Mm -hmm. Because of the yep. style of quarterbacking that Well, they Jordan Love hasn't shown anything. Anything no. when he was put in jail. Trey Lance didn't show anything. Jordan Love hasn't shown anything. That type of quarterback no. needs to be in a specific type of offense. And I just don't think that Trey Lance has the skills necessary. I mean, he came from North Dakota State, which is where? Who, who came from there? Carson Wentz. Thank you very much. Carson Wentz. And uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, there's no big-time quarterbacks coming out of North Dakota State. He no, played one, one great season. <clears throat> the 49ers got sucked in. You cannot judge NFL talent on FCS ability. You can't do mm -mm. it. No. Good to, hey, congratulations, Clark. I'm no. really happy for you for not having seen Trey Lance play because yeah, you didn't miss much, Clarky. You didn't miss anything at all. <laughs> but anything anyway, with that defense with Javon Hargrave, now you got him with Nick Bosa. Yep. You got Clellan Farrell, who was a, a number four pick. Yep. From the Oakland Raiders, uh, from the Vegas Raiders. Yep. Okay. That right. line's going to be insane. And mm -hmm. I'm still holding out hope that they'll go get Bobby Wagner. 
I think Wagner's going back to Seattle. I think that's what he wants to do. That's fine. If he goes there, that's fine because Seattle ain't going nowhere either. That division belongs to the 49ers. It's going to stay with the 49ers. Yes, I agree. And, that, and that's all there is to it. That defense will be enough to, to buffer any weakness at quarterback that we have. Correct. Okay. And I like I said, I'm going to give Sam Darnold a, a chance. And now, if, if Purdy can come back healthy and he's ready to play, Great. Give it back to Purdy. Let him build on what he had already mm. established. Okay. But it depends, it depends on how effective Darnold is at the beginning. Oh, yeah. They're going to battle. If, he, for, if, he's, if he's battling, rolling. They're battling for that starting yeah. That's basically what um. it comes down to. Okay. And, and I think that, again, all the 49ers did was strengthen an already vicious defense. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that alone can make up for a lot of things. When you got a great defense, sometimes that could buffer. Well, and you know what, Elliot? If, if, if Brock Purdy had not got hurt in that Philadelphia game, totally different outcome. Totally different outcome, I think. Yes, totally different outcome. No. Because look, look at look at look at how Philadelphia scored. They scored on. Uh, basically what shouldn't have been a catch in the right. first quarter. Okay. Um, yeah. They scored on a fumble by, I don't even remember his name anymore, that uh, Johnson guy or whatever yeah. his name was. The quarterback, mm-hmm. the, the eighth string quarterback or whatever. Okay. He fumbled the ball right before the half in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. They go and score on that. Technically, with all the gifts that Philadelphia received that day, they only scored 10 points on offense. If you take away those gifts that they received. All right. And the 49ers only scored seven. Why? Because, I mean, come on, Josh Johnson, really? And he got hurt, and, and, and it was over because Purdy could not throw the ball anymore in 10 yards down the field, if that. Look, he got it was over with before he got hurt. Yeah. Okay, when Josh yeah. got to get, they would have been better off just putting McCaffrey at quarterback at that point. <laughs> okay, and bottom line is, is that again, I really believe that, and the San Francisco, and here's the other thing, the San Francisco defense had to spend way too much time on the field because the San Francisco mm-hmm. couldn't get any offense going with these right. joke of a backup quarterback. <clears throat> they got okay. worn out. Exactly. And again, if Purdy does not get injured, I tell you what, that game ends differently. That game. Ends I mean, let me ask you something. Let's play devil's advocate for a second. Uh-huh. Let's say Purdy does not get hurt and the 49ers end up winning uh-huh. and playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. You think they'd have beaten the Chiefs? That With that defense, it's very possible. It's very possible. It's very possible. Although I don't even think the Chiefs should have won that Super Bowl to begin with. But. You know, that's neither no, here nor there. They shouldn't even been there if Cincinnati no. didn't get a hose job done on them. Yeah. Right. And by the way, Ken Marquette did not come through for you. MSU will beat you. I know. I'm I'm well aware. I saw the end of it. Yeah. So I mean, there goes one of my uh there's finalists. A, there's a lot of noise out there about yeah, your bracket was Kansas City right. and 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 you know how the NFL and you know Brett, you could chime in all you want. But the bottom line is you guys got gifted just like last year the Rams got gifted a trip to the Super Bowl and a mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Okay. Yep. You guys are no different than the Rams. 
Okay, so again, uh, I think I believe that with that defense, San Francisco could have been there with with uh, Kansas City. Yep, yeah. I'm right back, guys. And I think they they would had they would have had a, a an equal shot at winning that thing. Mm-hmm. Even though I think um, uh, Philly should Philly should have beat them. You know, Philly beat themselves you know. in that second half. Yes, they did. They you know what I'm saying? quit playing in the second half. And, they thought they had the game one. Questionable calls here and there, and, and that definitely mm-hmm. swayed, swayed the outcome. Again, and that was just yep. like last year. A couple of officials' calls in the championship game and in the Super Bowl gave the Rams a, a, a victory. Yes, they did. But Kansas City followed the same playbook. But that's because mm-hmm. – uh, Mahomes is the NFL darling. Mm-hmm. Roger Goodell is somehow in Kansas City's pocket. <laughs> the way I see, he's it. always in somebody's pocket. You know what I'm saying? Except New England and, and <laughs> maybe Dallas. <laughs> yes. He doesn't seem to back those teams up too much. Mm, but no. Um, no. yeah, I mean, right now the face of the NFL, the face that the NFL wants. Is Patrick Mahomes the Chiefs? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's neither here nor there. It's it's over and done with. You know, um, it, I think it's kind of funny that all that smoke that Juju Smith-Schuster blew up in the air after that whole incident. Now he's with <laughs> the New England Patriots because Kansas City didn't yeah. want to. Okay. Right. So, and Juju ain't had no room to talk anyway because he got signed to a one-year contract and then shipped out. So, yeah. But anyway, like I said, I'm I'm happy with what we did. I mean, on defense, picking up some serious free agents on defense, signing what we had already, and um, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, you Juju's know, gone to going to New England to play the Patriot way, so. <laughs> They're gonna All have right. the t- they're gonna have the Mr. TikTok and Mr. Uh, Pretty, Mike Gasecki. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you could. I, I don't know if you guys saw the. I, I think Belichick's gonna have something to say about all that oh stuff. Oh my god, Belichick's gonna fucking pull. Yeah, I think he might. Um, uh, but um, and again, we're only six weeks out from the draft, guys. Yeah. The excitement's yeah. just yeah. getting started. Well, the big question yeah. is going to be. Um, who are they going to? Who's 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 Carolina going to get a draft? The C.J. Stroud seems to be the odds-on favorite. I would think. C- I think mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud is the odds-on favorite at Ohio State. Um, Although I've been know. hearing that they're talking about trading the first pick on as well. But why would they give all that that they trade give down? Up? I don't understand. I don't know Just why they trade down. No, that doesn't give up all that capital. I don't see that. I don't think so. That'd be insane. The team, the team that has made the biggest splash, I think, in this offseason so far, the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bears, definitely. The Bears are on a mission. Bears have made their way into contention. Look, everybody was like, oh, what are they going to do? They got rid of David Montgomery. They're going to sign Deontay Foreman. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. They already had a good uh, tight end. Now they put a second one in there, Tanyan, with him. Robert Tanyan. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they took Tremaine Edmonds away from Buffalo. Yep. Okay. <laughs> they they took – DJ Moore is going to be a great number one receiver for uh, 
for what's his face? I can't. Why can't I think of his name? Anyway, DJ Moore. Yeah. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Thank you, John. Thank you, Ken. Okay, and then they picked up T.J. Edwards, who was a uh, a beast on defense for Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Okay, so I look right now the way that division is. Well, edge rusher Demarco Demarcus think Walker is not a bad pickup either. Think about this. Not bad. Who would have said a few years ago, okay, that the NFC North would come down to what Chicago and Detroit do next season. Yeah, you know what? And and, and mm. to be honest, guys, I think Detroit and Chicago on paper are the best two teams in that division. They are. They are now. Green Bay they are now. Question mark. Okay. Minnesota, Green Bay is on their way down. Minnesota's standing pat with Kirk Cousins, and they've lost people, Which, too. You see how that works out. They yes. lost Thielen. Primetime Kirk Cousins. They've already lost Thielen. Oh, they've, got, they've got Justin Jefferson. And they're about to get rid of Dalvin Cook, too. Yeah. They're, 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 they're stopping yeah. Dalvin Cook on the, on the market, too. So, I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. Chicago and Detroit are the freaking front runners in, in, in the NFC South. Can you imagine that? Yep. In the North, yeah. How about you think that? you were in an alternate universe if yeah. you told somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> alternate league. But kudos to the Chicago Bears for going out. and, and They have been really aggressive in free agency, and it's, I'm excited to see what they do with all those picks they got from Carolina for that first round. Right. Um, and then uh, what's his name? Jamal Williams left Detroit, but they went and got David Montgomery. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what, Clarky? Goff played really well last year. Don't underestimate him. Oh, yeah. Goff was one of the top quarterbacks. Yes. Goff was, was one of the top quarterbacks in, in the NFL last year. He did really good in that. That season. offense is nothing to, nothing to sneeze at. No, they, it's not. Yeah. And they, with uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and, yep. and, and the weapons that they got there, they're going to be tough. They're gonna be, they got rid of what's his name, Hawkinson, but that yep. new dude that came in filled in just – very yeah, nice. they, they really shored up their defense uh, on, mm-hmm. in the offseason as well. And I think their X factor is their coach. Oh, yeah. I love me some Dan Campbell, guys. I love him. He's going to be They signed a lot of good pieces to their defense. Um, Isaiah Bugs, John Comiskey, Alex Anzalone, they all re-signed. Cameron Sutton re-signed. Defensive back, right. Will Harris resigned. Here's the um, difference, like Goff. Look, here's the difference. He says that he was good in L.A. as well for a while. He was good in L.A. for a season, but they never really wanted him as their quarterback. That's why they traded for for um, Stafford. Stafford. Okay. So the reason that I believe that Goff is is going to be more consistent than he might have been in other people's eyes before is because he's somewhere where he's wanted. Yes. Okay. When you're wanted somewhere, you tend to play better. And don't mm-hmm. think that Dan Campbell's not going to make it make sure he improves in the offseason. Right. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And right. Um, I just Bill's dilemma because he has Mac Jones as quarterback. Yes. I can understand his dilemma. Uh, <laughs> but I really Jared Goff is better than Mac Jones. Yes. Yes. So, Mac Jones hasn't shown anything. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not throw shade on Jared Goff just yet because he came out no. last year guns a blazing. He balled out last year. He really did. And they were just this 
close. They were this close to sneaking into the playoffs. Yes, they were. After they were um, what, one and six, were they to start with? Start? In, in the who yeah. cares department, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that uh, Kyle Trask might be a bit of a deterrent to what you know? We kind of inspired <laughs> that a bit. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people argue. They're going from. They an idiot for they, an OC. They're going, they're going from a quarterback with seven Super Bowl rings to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well, they could have gotten Kyle Trask, too. So. Well, you know what? Kyle Trask yeah, and Baker are going to compete in the offseason. Let's see what happens. I mean, well, the Buccaneers have been high on Kyle Trask, so we'll see what happens. Not, yeah, not, Tampa, not Tampa. that I, not that I, you know, respect the judgment of Todd Bowles or any of the Glazers, for that matter, or Jason Light, who's the GM. I, I don't trust their, but, but trust here, their judgment at he all. Just but, mentioned what I think is the problem for Tampa, and that's Todd Bowles. Oh yeah, it is Todd Bowles. Mm. Okay, I don't think he's not the disciplinarian that Bruce Arians was. That's why the team no, was in the shambles last. Not season. by a long shot. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That that team was under Arians. They were all accountable, held accountable. Okay. And, and that's they why they won. Arians is the reason why they won the Super Bowl. It wasn't just Brady and exactly. Arians in his in his right. exactly. He was uh, he was much of a disciplinarian as George Patton I mean, was. Yes. I've exactly. had people argue with me about Baker Mayfield left and right, and I'm like, look. Baker Mayfield showed he had some talent in his first season with Cleveland. But then the reality of it all came to bear when you figure out the same thing he was in Oklahoma, a head case. Mm -hmm. Okay. His problem is is not in his abilities. It's It's between between his ears. That's right. His ego is a little too big. Yeah. His his ego is, is the one thing that Overrides and talent. he carried that ego from from Oklahoma because he was a god in Oklahoma. And oh yeah, and he ate oh yeah, and oh, he yeah. fit into that, and he thought he could be the savior of the of the oh, he, franchise. It was, it was long before he got to Oklahoma. He got that from his high school days. That's right. He, he I, is. I keep forgetting he's from Texas, and you followed his high school. That's right. Career. Yeah, he's he's a he's a poor man's. Uh, um, <laughs> Who was your former Browns quarterback? One from A and M. Johnny Manziel. Manziel. He's a poor man's Manziel. Oh, he's a sober man's Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> if he, if Baker Mayfield were as one quarter as good as he thinks he is, then he might be dangerous. But he's not. Yeah. Who thinks that Geno Smith is going to be able to replicate what he did this year next year? I think he'll have a mm. good season. I mean, Seattle's on the downfall, though. I mean, they're 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 not as good. They don't have the Legion of Boom anymore, and their defense no. is not as good. Um, I mean, but you know, Gino, did he win comeback player of the year during the NFL awards? I don't remember. Yes, he did. Okay, he did win comeback player. He deserved it. He deserved it the way he played. But well, yeah, but after eight what eight years of obscurity and and nothing to show for, right? You know what I'm saying? He had one good season. I, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that Seattle is going to be let's, able to let's compete. Let's see if he can run it back and do it again next year. Is that what you're I saying? don't know if he can no. or not. 
There, Seattle's not going to improve any until Carroll has finally retired, and yeah. I think he's on his way out. I don't know how much longer. Look at that, look at that contract. I, I thought it, I thought it would be. I thought this would be his last year, and it wasn't. Gino get Gino gets three years, seventy-five million. Pete Carroll is becoming predictable. Yes. Okay, everybody. He's always been predictable. And it's going to be just like other situations where until you get rid of that one problem, which is the coach, you're not going nowhere. Yeah, you're this not is going the, nowhere. This is the coach. This we is all know Arizona And the Rams, what they do, they have one free agent signing, I think. No, the Rams acquired Hunter Long in a trade. That that and they sent out Jalen Ramsey to be able to do that. Yeah, they sent right. Jalen Ramsey to, to Miami, right? Yeah, they haven't done Let me anything. Tell you here. something about Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll had it easy in two thousand three and two thousand four when he had um, <laughs> the national Bush? champions or the contender of national champions USC? with with yeah with, 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 uh, with Bush on on, the, on his team with uh, Red yeah Bush. right. Reggie Bush, um, 2005, Texas um, kind of spoiled that and uh, exposed him for what he really One of the greatest NCAA championship games in history, Ken. That was a great yes. game. Yeah. USC. But Texas, uh, Texas exposed him for the, his predictability. And that Super Bowl between Seattle and New England was almost exactly – the professional version of that Rose Bowl at National Championship. I, I still wonder, why are you throwing the ball when you've got beast mode in your backfield? Right. And then that National Championship game, he's Even running – um, He's running uh, – he's got Reggie Bush on the bench just like he had uh, um, beast okay. mode on the bench in Seattle, and he ends up losing both games. He has and not been the same I, coach since. Would I be he has safe not been the assume, same coach since. Would I be safe to assume that the New Orleans Saints are now the cream of the crop in the NFC South? Yes. Yes. No, with, with with the signing of of David uh, Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Yeah. They got. Carr. They still have Jameis. Yep. They got Jamal mm -hmm. Williams, the yep. leading touchdown right. scorer in the league. They re-signed Michael Thomas. Hopefully, he comes back and yeah. They they actually restructured his contract, but yeah, mm -hmm. right. Jawan Johnson, a very formidable tight end, and we already know that their defense is good. Okay, so New Orleans to me is not that they're any kind of a contender for any Super Bowl, but they're they're the cream of the crop now. Now that Brady's yeah. gone and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are yeah, and Carolina's going. Carolina's going with Andy Dalton of all people. Yeah, and Andy Dalton. Yeah, no. Well, until they make the and, draft. And Atlanta. I mean, I mean, Atlanta signed Tyler Henneke. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean. And. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they re-signed. <laughs> I mean, they got they got John U. Smith in a trade with the Patriots. And what he do with the Patriots? Not a whole lot. Exactly. Uh, they didn't get any offensive weapons. I mean, Atlanta didn't get really a lot of as far as NFL weapons. They, they re-signed their fullback, E. Smith, but that doesn't mean anything either. So and Minnesota's going down too because uh look, you give up somebody like Dalvin Cook. They re-signed Alexander Madison, uh -huh. which he's only been a third down back his 
pretty much his whole career. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's a three down back now. Uh-huh. They, you know, they go out and get who's their backup? Nick Mullins. Yep. Really? Yep. Yep. Really? Yep. That's what they're gonna do? Nick yep. Mullins? See if 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 look. Cousins can probably lead them to respectability within the division. But beyond that, again, remember, primetime Cousins just isn't worth the money. Mm. I mean, the only yeah. the only thing on offense that they did was they, they got a, they got Alexander Matson in a two-year deal running back and tight end Josh Oliver. 49ers ought to feel good because Rams are going to suck. Cardinals are going to suck. Mm-hmm. And Seattle's a big fat. Question. And Elliot is wetting his he's wetting his lips, man. He's just ah, he, ah he's just oh, look at Elliot. I think the only thing he's wetting. Ah. <laughs> I am glad to relinquish to the AFC East the best division, the title of best division in football. The, he's licking his lips because man. it used to be the NFC West. Well, and last year, guys, in the middle of the middle of the offseason, we thought the AFC West was going to be just freaking loaded, and we thought, you know, all the wild cards would come out of for. But here's the, the difference: West. there's better coaches in the AFC East than there are in the AFC West. I mean, the AFC East. I mean, John is 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 even lamenting. It's going to be freaking lit when Aaron Jones, when Aaron Rodgers finally signs with the Jets. That division is going to be the best division in football. And it's just going to be so much freaking fun to watch. Let's rewind for a second. Everybody predicted that the NFC AFC West was going to be the best division right. of football. Why? Right. Because of the mm-hmm. quarterbacks that went there, this, that, and the other. Yep. But did we take mm-hmm. into consideration the fact that the only legitimate coach in that division is Andy, Andy Reid? Yeah. You had Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Yeah. And who else? The, the kid in San Diego and um, well, Cliff San Diego, the guy that, yeah. that that constantly keeps the Chargers down. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was he should have been fired the year before. Yep. So everybody looked at the the additions, but they didn't look at the at what was there already there. Coaching was, makes special teams. Coaching. Mm-hmm. Coaching coaching That's is everything. He dominated that division. Because they have the best coach by far within it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now you look at the AFC East. Look at the coaches there. Belichick. Belichick. Solid. McDaniels. The guy from uh, Miami. He's Solid. not a bad coach. Mm-hmm. No, Sala. Okay. You got McDermott and Sala. Mm-hmm. These are all good coaches. Jelliot, well, I mean, you can vouch for Salah because he ran your defense for so long, but yeah. It's the same thing that happened in the in the NFC East. The coaching, except for Mike McCarthy, all those the rest of those coaches in that division are good. I mean, Mike Riverboat McCarthy's Ron, we all know Riverboat Ron is is a really, really, is a good, really good coach. Yes. Okay. And again, the only reason McCarthy's still a Cowboys coach is because he's a yes man and he'll do anything that Jerry yes. said. But he's he's can, set himself in the hot seat now. So hey, we don't live very far from from Texas Stadium or FedEx Field, whatever AT&T they call it. Stadium. No, I don't. Whatever they call it now. Why don't you run over and give Jerry Jones a piece of your mind and say, "Look, I've been following football <laughs> for forty years. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Get the hell out of here." 
You know how long I'd have to wait in line to do that? <laughs> that line winds all the way around the entire stadium. And that's a pretty big freaking stadium, too. <laughs> pretty big freaking stadium, yeah. That goes all the way to the Walmart parking lot across the street. I mean, I mean, not that he's any that much better, but his son needs to step in and say, look, Dad, go home. Let me yeah, this. he's not going to. Yeah, it's, it's because Stephen Jones is as afraid of his father as anybody else is. Mm-hmm. In uh, the AFC East, you're going to have Buffalo contending again like they usually do. If Buffalo doesn't go – I mean, and I'm going to tell John this to his face. Buffalo's problem is they're depending too much on, on Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen. That, that's Buffalo's biggest problem. And I've been he, hearing murmurs that they might get Dalvin Cook. To go they, need a de- they need a really powerful running game, okay? Their defense needs a lot of work as well. They're de- they, I mean, they depended too much on Josh Allen on the combination of his arm and his legs to get them through games last year. Mm-hmm. And you know what? All, the, all that's going to do is get your quarterback killed. That's all it's going to Does gonna that sound happen. familiar? Speaking does of that quarterback sound familiar? Killed, yes, it does. Sure. 30 years ago, they depended too much on Jim Kelly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But with Jim Kelly, they won. Yeah. Well, they got they there. They didn't win. They, they, <laughs> got the they, the with Jim they Kelly. just couldn't, they just couldn't but, do it. In the but Ken, the Buffalo Bills of that era had Thurman Thomas. They had a running yeah. game. Yes. They had a team with Bruce Smith. Yes. Andre okay. Reed. Andre Reed. Um, I mean, let me let me let me take let me wind that back because that's that's a bad comparison because that was that was totally a different offense. Yeah, I mean that that offense was unbelievable. It was nicknamed the running and nobody run. nobody runs that offense anymore. It was nicknamed but, uh, running gun. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody runs that offense anymore. The Cowboys figured it out twice. Um, I mean. Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo, were, Buffalo deserved Buffalo better than God. That, they always have. Buffalo should have won that Super Bowl against the Giants. They should have won that game. Yeah, they yeah, do. Right, right. I get it. Okay, right. Well, they, dominated, they dominated the Giants throughout that entire game. Until the last well, 10 minutes. Blame, I mean, the kicker missed the field goal. What was it? 47 yards, 37 yeah. yards, whatever it was. 40, right, right. 40 something. It was 40 Having to kick on grass. He's never kicked on grass before. Right. And, I mean, but up until that point, the Bills were just putting it to the Giants. The Giants yeah. couldn't get nearly to mm-hmm. that night. didn't have an yeah. answer. Okay. Well, there was no bad weather conditions. There was no wind. The elements were in his favor. He just choked. Plain and simple. That was a but who was – who was the Giants defensive coordinator that day? Scott would be Bill Belichick. Belichick. Yeah, Bill Belichick, yes. Yep. Um, I mean, the and then they got, Bills they, are going to compete. Okay. And then, and then the next three years, they got blown up by the Redskins, and then they got blown up twice right. by the Cowboys. Twice so, by the Cowboys. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, in one of those games against the Cowboys, Thurman couldn't find his helmet, for God's sake. So, that, that's that's a whole other right. sidebar. Um, <laughs> but the problem with the Bills now, is that they're depending too much on Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen. They're, they're putting. They're, they're 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 asking Josh Allen to put them on his back Whoa. and carry the team. There's and it's not it's not that. working. There's a reason for that. Well, he is a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. They don't have a solid running game. No, they don't. They don't. Okay, they don't have a back in the in the backfield that you can hand the ball to and expect him to get a hundred plus yards in the no. game. No. James Cook was showing flashes at the end. Right. Okay. So yeah, you're right. There is a lot of pressure on 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 Josh Allen. And Go. What? Go! Bolts. Lightning. Oh. He's one of Tampa, boy. Okay. That's <laughs> there at this point. Is it 2 nothing anyway, right. now? 2 nothing. Bolts the Dolphins are going to be okay. Again, they have a quarterback question as well. They went out and got Mike White, which I think was a decent signing. Do you think two is really a question? You think two is health is the question mark? I, I don't think two is should. I, you know what? I really do think that they should make a solid run at Lamar Jackson. Well, you know what? And Lamar Jackson, I think, is being disrespected in Baltimore. I really. Oh, he's that. being blackballed in the league. Dude. Yeah. The owners came well, together. Why? The owners came together. Why? Because of Deshaun Watson. That's why. Because, because, nobody, because nobody Jackson wants the same kind of contract. Nobody wants to get suckered the way the Cleveland Browns did. Yeah, because because wants because Jackson wants a completely guaranteed contract. He wants, it, wants, yeah, he wants <laughs> the Deshaun Watson gotcha. contract, and he can't find a sucker like the Browns to give it to him. <laughs> yeah, the Browns definitely <laughs> were paid for that guy, but that's okay. We won't go there. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know what? He... He is a restricted free agent. He is free to talk to any team he wants to talk to. But the the, the thing of problem, the thing of it is, is it's going to cost whoever picks him up. If they do pick him up, it's going to cost him a, a, a two first and round. Nobody, draft. And you know what? The owners have gotten together and said no, right. no. What's up, Jamal? No. Hey, Jamal. Hey, Jamal. Don't back in Baltimore just because nobody else is going to, you know, take that step. Nobody else going to take that step. Sorry, it's 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 a non it, it some kind of he he got the he got the franchise tag. What is it? Non exclusive or it was whatever it was franchise tag? He's he's mm-hmm. not a restrictor for agent. Right. He's, non, he's he's got the I think he's got the what what is it is it, is it non exclusive franchise tag? Is exclusive, right. Which so, means he right. can deal with anybody right. he wants. He can deal with anybody he wants, but it's going right. to cost that team whoever tries to sign him two first and round. Nobody's going to sign him. You know two why? Because the owners. Owners have put it out there. Nobody gives max contract or fully guaranteed contracts the way the Browns did. They put a kibosh to that shit, okay? Because that's that sets the bar too high for other franchises to be able to get in. Happy birthday, Jamal! Early. What's hey, up, happy Jamal? birthday, happy Jamal! Birthday, he's um, not. You know what, Brett? I really don't think he's worth a guaranteed contract right now. The it's it. The there is no. There are no quote. Unquote. Nobody's worth a guaranteed contract right. that big. Yes, correct. Nobody. No. Not at two hundred and thirty million. No. Nobody. It's called setting the bar way too high and putting mm-hmm. owners at a deficit. And and owners don't like to be at a deficit. Oh, and the, we all know the owners like to collude with each other about what they're going to do and what that they're not going to do. That too. So we'll see. It's like sitting the bar in the pole vault at 30 feet. Mr. Flop passed away, Kenny. Who? Who? 
the guy that introduced the Felsbury flop, whatever it is. Oh, in yeah, Dick Fosbury. Dick Fosbury flop. flop. Yeah. Yes, he's the one yeah. that innovated the, the flop that yes. all high jumpers use to this day. I was eight years old when he debuted that in the Olympics in 1968. And I couldn't no, wait to try it in PE class in third grade. <laughs> and I went over the bar. I cleared the bar, but I knocked the wind out of me because we had a sand pit instead of a, instead of a instead padding. Of a yeah, sand pit. Yeah. Actually, the Jaguars, and, uh, the Jaguars temporarily screwed up the wide receiver market, but Christian Kirk was worth every penny they gave. He was worth every penny last season. <laughs> <laughs> So that argument falls kind of shallow. Christian Kirk is one of the reasons why the Jags made the playoffs for goodness. Exactly. Sake. Exactly. What the, the what's birthday is this, Jamal? Yeah. Let, let us know how old you are, Jamal. 20 what? You still a kid, Jamal? Come on, let us know. <laughs> Tell Grandpa how much you how old you are. Come on, so, share with them. Share with share with the class. How old are you, Jamal? I can't see what Clark you're saying because of your uh, shield over here. What's the Browns? Clark is, is saying the Browns screwed up the quarterback market and the Jags screwed up the wide receiver market, which we've already yes. And the Cowboys screwed up the run, running back market. What the hell? What? What happened to Tampa now? It's now 2-2? Two, two? What the hell? 2-2? <laughs> two, two? It was 2 nothing there for a little while ago. What the hell? You can't sleep on those devils. Whoa! How about them Rangers? 13 goals in the last two games? And it, and it just barely happened. It not make any difference. Seven goals. The Bruins have already salted this one away. I, I was going to say the Bruins. Who can stop the Bruins? But then again, President's Trophy winners. Don't President's matter. Trophy, baby. Hey, I don't think it's going to matter this year. That jinx is real. They are tearing the it, league to pieces. the same thing when Tampa won the President's Trophy. Yeah, the, the, the Bruins are tearing up the friggin' uh, league right now. Again, don't count it. How was it they scored two? Was I just gone that long that they, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, you blinked. I must have blinked and they scored two goals. Holy cow. They must they must have scored one of them off of the uh, face off. I guess they must have or something because it was just it was only it was two nothing there after a walk for just a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Anyway. Come on, Jamal, share. That's still is that still the first period? The second period. Yeah. Second period, okay. There's been a big um, argument. Have you seen the, the arguments going back and forth about the WBC? Boxing? No. World no, baseball World Club. Baseball Classic. Oh, yeah, I mean. I know that was, I mean, that was a magnificent game last night. How, how people are criticizing players, criticizing the fact that why are they doing this when they can get in? Did injured? you see what Keith Olbermann put out? No, what did he say? Oh, no. shit. He's getting railed all over. Facebook. Well, that's not that's normal for Keith Oberman. He usually gets railed about some part of the course for Keith. Yeah, he is getting railed all over the place. I mean, he's he's on our side, Elliot, but then again, he just he just doesn't know when to shut up. Yeah, well, he's got a lot of people pissed off and a lot of players and, and, and other people coming after his ass. Uh yeah. You saying they should should call it off? Well, you know what? 
Keith Oberman has made so much money from his ESPN and MSNBC contracts. Mm -hmm. He just needs to just stay out of the limelight and enjoy his retirement. That's what I'm saying about Keith Oberman. Keith Oberman is a uh, left-wing shock jock. Here's the the thing. Who's to say that Edwin Diaz wouldn't have ripped up his knee in spring training? Who's to say that Edwin Diaz wouldn't have ripped up his knee at home like some players, you know, have injured themselves at home in the past? Okay, and I and I stand by um, some of the players that have come out and said, "Look, one of the biggest things for us is the pride of of playing for our country." Whether it be the whether right. it be the WBC or, or the Olympics, right? It is their Olympics. Yes. Right. Okay, and they have, WBC, the Olympics, the World Cup, you name it. You know, but you're gonna get your, you know, you're gonna get your Keith Olbermans out there. Really? That, you know, want to be assholes and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I get it. But the bottom line is, is that, look, it's a small constellation that the the, the Mets ain't going to have to pay Diaz's contract because it's covered. It's insured. Right. That if he gets injured or anybody gets injured in the WBC, their contract is covered. Right. Okay. And I know it's a small constellation for the Mets, but the bottom line is the man was serving his country. Now, he also didn't get injured while he was playing. He got injured in a celebration. During the celebration, right. <laughs> so right. you're going to tell me that's that even more your opinions on a freak accident? Again, it could have he could have slipped on the stairs in his house. Well, then El Tuve gets hit by gets hit by a pitch last night and breaks his breaks an index, breaks a finger on his on his right hand. Right. Altuve. Yeah. He's right. going to be out indefinitely. That could have happened in a preseason I mean, exhibition. Have, game he's going to have surgery. Yeah, and he's going to be yeah. out. He could be out for the year. So, but these guys will trade those injuries at any point in time for the for the honor of playing mm-hmm. for their country. Whether it be Venezuela, Puerto Rico, exactly. Mexico, now, Japan, now if you felt, Japan. You felt that your players were in danger in any way because there was no sign that Edwin Diaz had a knee issue or anything like that. Unlike the Yankees, who did not allow Luis Tra- uh, Severino to play in the WBC. Why? They didn't allow Aaron Judge to play either. Back? No, because why? Because they don't want to sacrifice. They don't want to make those sacrifices. And Aaron Judge is a team captain, so you know he's right. got to step up with what the team wants, pretty much. Right, you know, and uh, again, everybody's going to have their opinions, but bottom line is, is that what happened to him was a freak accident. It could have happened at any point in time. Exactly, could have happened at the beginning of the season, and then what? Right, exactly. For the record, guys, I'm not, I'm not limited to an hour and a half. We want to keep going. We can keep going. There's plenty to talk about. So, if you want to keep going, we can keep going tonight. So we go as long as, as long as we can. No, I can't. I can't go too terribly far because I got to go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> well, so do I. Can I get up? My alarm goes off at four four thirty in the morning. So I mean, but yeah. still. mine at four forty five. Hello. Yeah. So I mean, I don't give a shit. I'll sleep uh, when I'm dead. To quote. I got to take my kid to work, and then I work out, and then I go home, get ready, and go to school for five six. To quote Wade Garrett from Roadhouse, "I'll sleep when I'm dead." Okay. I'm exactly. Just That'd be the longest and best nap I ever have. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I understand the controversy around the world baseball classic and to be honest, you know what, if these guys want to play, let them play for God's sakes. I mean, let them play. 
You know, again, um, they could have got injured in. in, in they could have got injured in spring training. They could have gotten exactly. injured at any point in time during the regular season. I mean, they could have got injured at home by slipping on a wet spot on their freaking floor, for goodness sake. So, mm-hmm. now here's the thing: had it been some insignificant player that nobody cares about, would they exactly? Be so much, yeah, so because exactly. because it's because it's Diaz and because it's, it's and you don't see the you don't see the Mets owner coming out and making big waves about the bullshit. He's nope. he's actually he's actually accepting it, and he's provided what care and and support for Diaz. Uh, mm-hmm. in his home, his yep. rehab, all yep. that kind of stuff, okay? Because that's what makes sense. Diaz has, Diaz has said he's going to try and rehab enough to where he can come back this season. I don't know how he does I it. I wouldn't push it. A torn it wouldn't, uh, it won't be until later in, the season, later in the season. Yeah, and I don't think he'll be ready much later in the season. No. Because right. he would have missed his spring no. training. He would have missed an entire season. Yep. You're not going to bring them back in crunch time, right? If you're in the playoffs nope. or, or on the on, you know, making making waves, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You don't nope. want to take that chance. And why bring them back under those circumstances if you just let them rehab, get his get himself back to shape for next year? Mm-hmm. As a Mets, you ain't got to worry because you ain't got to pay him. He's right. paying for it. right. They also have a guy named Listen. David Robertson who can step in as a closer who has been a closer in the past. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the Mets are not suffering. It, and Steve Cohen will go out and get somebody else. If isn't this typical Mets walk, though? It is. Isn't this typical Yeah, it, it is. is, yes. They lost, they lost the to Syndergaard like last year. <laughs> off the, yeah, and you know what? Well, DeGrom. DeGrom? Lost DeGrom, and then he lost him in free agency. Right. What do you guys think of the new rule changes? We haven't really discussed that on this show. What rule changes? The pitch clock. I really haven't had a chance to see. I really haven't had a chance to see the pitch. I haven't seen a a game yet. So, I mean, are they they using the pitch clock in the World Baseball? Well, classic, I can't no, tell. No, they're they using don't, they don't ship the score box. That's the uh, rule. Yeah, I, I, I've got to reserve judgment on that. I, I'm hearing good things and bad, bad things about it. I'm glad that the game, uh, some of those three-hour games are just monotonous. Um, right. What do you think about um, the fact that they're outlawing the shift? Uh, and they, got the bigger, they got the larger bases now, too. That's what I'm. (laughs) Yes, that's why I I don't totally understand that. I mean, they're trying to increase stolen bases. Yeah, you could do that, but you do that in training camp. You don't do that in rules. Um, I don't know. I mean, that looks kind of bizarre. But on a brighter note, what about Um, that grand slam by Trey Turner last night? Oh, I loved it. Kenny Kenny was all over Twitter. Kenny was all over on Twitter. When when he made contact, I said, it's gone. If you haven't seen the cut done to the the Avengers theme, find it and listen. They did it to the the theme of the Avengers. It was was freaking hilarious. (laughs) Um, That was magnificent. That was epic. This is right up your wheelhouse. Major Major League Baseball has outlawed the shift. 
Yeah, but you know what? Mm-hmm. But you know what? Teams have found another way to make that happen. How? They got to have two guys oh, yeah. on the second base. Yeah. How, how, do they, how do they get around it? They can't. They have. They can't. They take the left fielder. You're going to move, take the, move the right field into the infield? <laughs> and they move them over, way over. Okay. So basically, you got nobody in right field. If they're going to pull the ball to left, then you're going to shift your whole defense to left field. He's going to be the. He's going to be the first and a half baseman. I saw, I saw somewhere where they 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 had a strategy to to overcome that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm sure the MLB will find a way to kibosh that too. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, boy. Uh, I got a visitor, guys. The thing is, I'm. I'm kind of glad they they kept the uh, the extra inning tiebreaker. Yeah, you know, sending a man at second base. Second to, base, uh, you like that? I I kind of it's grown on me. Kind of like a athlete foot, I guess. I, but, I honestly think that the runner should be put on first base, not second base. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem with that. First because base would be first fine. base. That would mean that you'd have to butt to get him the second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or you can steal to get the second, depending right. on who the runner is. Right. You know what I'm Now saying? you have the bigger base, you don't bases put on there. Scoring position, that just ain't. I, I don't like it. I don't like the second base thing. I really don't. I would, I would not have a problem with that at all. If they put them up first, that's as, as, as long as you can get some board uh, early and it doesn't carry because over. Here's what happens if you put him on second and they butt. Now he's on third with a chance to come in on a sacrifice fly or a wild pitch. Right. Something of right. that nature. You know what I'm saying? Make it to where mm-hmm. you don't want the game to go longer, but don't hand the other team a chance to, you know, easily score a run. Put them on first base. Yeah. I like that idea. And Michael Jordan. Well, of course, nobody's listening. Yeah. Nobody's real listening. quick, real quick. Michael Jordan is selling his stake in the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. You know why? Because he paid. $180 million for them, and now they're worth $1.77 billion. Right. That's mm. smart business as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yep. He's not getting any younger. And really, Charlotte really didn't do anything under him. So. Well, and you know what? He's he's going to make a profit, so it's all good, right? He's going to make a fortune. Profit. A $1.6 billion profit. Absolutely. You think LeBron I mean, James is going to have that kind of uh, business? Yeah, he needs money to I don't afford his so. NASCAR team. That's what it is. Yeah. That's a losing venture if anybody saw one. Mm-hmm. It's expensive I did, to run a NASCAR team. I did hear a, a rumor that uh, Scottie Pippen's wife is leaving him and wants to hook up with Michael Jordan. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah. What is Michael? Now, who cares about Michael? Come on, now. Look, man. Only haters are going to get on Michael. The LeBron right. lovers. I tell you what, lovers, Elliot, I have been appreciating your memes that you've been posting in the group chat and the group uh, feed. About the comparison? About, about LeBron being a little bitch and MJ yeah. still being the greatest of all he's time. He's a bitch. Yeah. Matter of fact, right now, he's faking an injury. Waiting to see if the Lakers can make it into the playing round. Yes. <laughs> Okay, he's a bitch. 
Tell you what, when LeBron wins four championships in five years or six years, whatever it was, then we can talk. But he hasn't done it. Okay? LeBron has bounced from Cleveland to Miami to Cleveland to L.A. He hasn't stayed with one team. Jordan did it all with one franchise. And and tell you what, until you got four rings on your finger, LeBron, don't talk to me. I don't care. I don't care. I I don't care that he has the scoring title of all time. I don't care that he beat Kareem in the scoring. Here's the thing. But you know what? The reason why he has the scoring title is because the dude throw throw the ball up from anywhere on the freaking court just to score a point. And that doesn't mean you're great. It just means that you like to shoot the ball and you don't give it up. You're not a team player. You're selfish. Here's the thing. And by the way, Kareem did it without the three-point line. I'm just saying. Well, Michael, look, Michael Jordan. Let, let's just let's just get it down to basics. LeBron had to go and either build or join a super team, which we've seen how that's worked out for him since the bubble in L.A. Yeah, he lost to right. Dallas and then just won one game, one one championship <laughs> in Miami. But here's the thing, Michael Jordan. Even though his standards were to win and not go and make super teams and all that. It's because everybody that played in the NBA in those years didn't want to do that. You think Larry Bird was going to go join somebody else to go Hell play no. with Mike? Bird was, no. Bird was on with Swiss. Was, 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 was he going to leave the Lakers to go win a championship no. somewhere else? No. <laughs> so I blame, I blame Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, guys like that who were willing to buy into that bullshit. I'm surprised D. Wade hasn't uh, come down on him more. That's why Kevin Durant is is considered a bitch. Well, and again, you know what? This is, again, why you guys have to understand why I don't respect the championship that he brought to Cleveland. Because Kyrie won that motherfucker. Kyrie. I mean, Kevin Love. Yeah, those guys won that. Tristan Thompson. Give me a fucking break, dude. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I I respect the fact they were down 3 1 to Golden State in the finals and they came back and won that won that series. But once he did that, he did what he, he got the championship in Cleveland and then he went to greener pastures out in LA. You know, um the COVID championship doesn't count. Oh, Ramon Green got Got the last game. If Draymond Green win, yeah, plays Draymond in that Green game, game yeah. Golden State win. Yeah. There's so, no two ways about it. And then, he, and then he goes off to L.A. and he tries to bring in the players. He plays, you know, rookie GM and tries to bring in the players he wants to bring into L.A. And he goes for the greener pastures of, of the Lakers. What did that bring him? Mm. It brought him a COVID championship, which which nobody accepts and nobody a can. championship, which didn't include a lot of teams in that little tournament they put together. Right. Okay. They all played in one arena. Right. All right. And Disney's wide world of sports, baby. It was set up for LA to win, basically. That's what it comes down to. Who are they beating on that final? Was it Boston? I don't even remember. I don't care less. I don't either. Is 
is there is is the saga of Aaron Rodgers continuing or it's still continuing? I mean, the Jets still haven't signed him. I mean, I think Green Bay's it's, asking it's Green, Green Bay's Bay asking for Fort Knox before they get rid of Aaron Rodgers, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. They want the Jets' first round pick. Well, Jets Jets signed uh, Aaron Lazard this week, so Alan Lazard. I mean. Closer. They're getting right they they, yep. they signed Nathan Nathan uh, Nathaniel Hackett, which was Rogers coordinator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as far as the way it works, I yep. think it, come twenty thirty come twenty thirty eight or thirty nine, the Jets will probably try to sign Jordan Love or trade for him. <laughs> <laughs> Because Star did it, now Rodgers is doing it. Jordan Love won. You and I may not even be alive at that time. Yeah. You're Kenny. None of us may be here. I won't be. Time, but that's... Oh, I expect to be. Only 15 years. You'll be almost 80, Ken. You'll make it. Go ahead. Let's, let's see you do it. <laughs> 15 years, I'll be 76 years old. Fine with me. Let's, let's, let's see if I can make it to 65 first. Yeah, well, gotta stay positive, man. Yeah, gotta stay positive because know. you know what? We never know, man. Look at this guy, Lance Reddick just died. You know what? Actor. He was a really good actor, dude. I don't he know was, where it he is. Was good. He was great. He was. He was. Yep, sixty years old. Yep. Yep. So, oh, I'm sorry that John's not here because uh, the Dallas Stars crammed the uh, Calgary Flames yesterday. So, <laughs> I hope I hope you're watching. Because <laughs> we know how much John loves Calgary. That's right. <laughs> that love affair is timeless. <laughs> Happy birthday to Andy Reid. Of course, uh, his Oilers uh, beat. Oh, and and happy birthday to John McLean. Bruce Willis' birthday Mm. today, too. Happy birthday, Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, okay. Bruce Willis' birthday. John McLean. That's how I know him. I know know John McLean's uh, a big writer in Houston. All right. Yeah, somehow I don't think that's a, that's a sad, say sad situation. I hate yeah, to say that. To see him well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, John McClane was is probably my favorite character in, in 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 all the movies. I mean, and how about those brackets getting bust? Twenty million oh, brackets Jesus. busted over one weekend. Kansas gone. Purdue gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brett, that's why I've been posting out. my bracket looks like Berg. Yeah, Kentucky's out. Uh, that's why I've been posting. North Carolina didn't make it. Duke is gone. So, I mean, the Sweet 16 doesn't have Kansas, Duke, Princeton Kentucky. is in the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no Kansas, no Duke, no North Carolina, or or no, um, what's the other one? Holy cow. I, I had it Kentucky. in Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky in the Sweet 16. Kentucky got beat today. Third yeah. time in four years that happened. Yeah, yes, well, I like did I see said, it, bro. 20 million plus brackets were 
wiped out of perfection. And this one. Oh. Yep. Uh oh. I think Ken's quarters are running out. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Elliot? You got anything else? No, I'm good, man. Ken's frozen, so I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. Frozen. He's Put frozen. in another quarter, Ken. <laughs> We're going to close up shot for the week. And one. All right, you're back, Ken. You're no back. quarter right. in the payphone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to close up shop for this week. Uh, I want to thank uh, all four or five of you that showed up and watched us tonight. It was a good show. Hey, that's better than the days where nobody shows up. Correct. Yeah, I'm sorry John wasn't here. We had a good no. show. It was fun. Um, and as we always do, we managed to fill an hour plus. So I'm always good with that. So uh, with no with, easy with, right now because of all with no designated game plan and to start with, we just throw <laughs> it out there for you, and we don't have a script. We don't have a rundown. We just wing it like we always do, and that's what's great about this show. And we could have nope. gone even further than that. We went an hour and almost 15 minutes. Right. Right. We could have talked golf. We could have talked hockey. We could have talked, well, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. So. Well, we anyway. could have talked baseball and all that stuff with John in the room. So. Absolutely. Baseball would, would have been a good thing. Anyway. Um, a little bit of baseball, Sunday, a little bit of hockey, and, hockey and a lot of football. Yep. Uh, it, is, it is Sunday night, and Ken and I have to work in the morning. so we're A little bit of uh, obituary. As do I. As do I. Elliot has to work, too. So, all right. Anyway. School is, work, School is work, because all I do is cut now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all I do is cut hair now. All right. On behalf of my co-host, Mr. John, Mr. Elliot Biggie Lamba, and Mr. Ken Casso and Mr. Abstentia, Mr. John G. Olson. Uh, we want to thank you guys for, for hanging out with us um, and watching the replay for those that are watching the replay. Uh, we are the Sports Nerds. We are here every Sunday night on Facebook live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, remember, remember, folks, if you had half as much uh, fun as we twice as much fun as you did, then. Correct. Yes, and um, this will be re we'll, we'll post it on Spotify. We'll post it on. Uh, I can't post it to Vim because Vim actually was down the line, guys. So we didn't get a we didn't get a broadcast of Vim. Um, but I'll post hmm. it on Peak D. No worries. Um, no worries. And you can catch replays anywhere, uh, especially on Spotify. I'll post, I'll post a link to my Twitter account as well as Facebook if you want to watch it. Um. But thanks, everybody, for watching and hanging out. On behalf of my coast, once again, we are the Sports Nerds, and we are out. Elliot, hit the outro. Well, there you have it, Nerd Nation. Another Sunday episode of the Sports Nerd Show in the books, and we are still alive and televised. Now, on behalf of our host, Doc, the Sports Nerd Right, and his co-host, John Olson, Ken Costco, lovable members of the Ramp Pack, and yes, me, Big E., the entire pack would once again like to thank you all for participating with us in the best 90 minutes of Sports Smack Talk on the web today. So until next Sunday night, dear nation, we would like to leave you with a quick PSA. Please stay safe, please practice social distancing, and for heaven's sake, please wear a damn mask. You all just got hit with a pack ramp from the ramp pack, and with that, fellas, we are out.